Hi friends and welcome to the flight at Dusra episode 1 and in this episode we are going to predict the Indian squad for the upcoming World T20 2022 which is going to be in Australia mostly in the month of October or November so we have got a bunch of things ready over here we have got a lot of stats and also our full squad in front of us so we are going to explain why we have picked them and we will also explain some of the exclusions like why we haven't picked particular players and also the stats in australia so what we have done is we have only kept the t20 stats of the players who have played only in australia so the games that they are played in australia only those stats we have because we know the importance of uh, being familiar with the conditions we saw what happened in uae in just in october of 2021 because the players were not used to actually they played ipl but like international is different yeah and we have a squad of 15 people and four reserves to go with that yeah five five reserves so we'll start explaining this is basically my idea uh today in the evening ved asked me about this and he's taken inspiration from it so I think I'll explain this. And uh, if you want, we can also go on to predict the squads for different teams like West Indies, Australia, England, New Zealand, and Pakistan. So we'll do that. So first, let us start with India. So here is the squad. First, let us talk about the batsmen. Ro- so the the openers are Rohit Sharma and K K L Rahul. <laughs> and we have also picked shikhar dhawan who is going to be our substitute but in the first 11 i think rohit and rahul should uh, you know be ahead of shikhar dhawan and the middle order is virat kohli suryakumar yadav rishab pant and shreyas ayer so these are in the squad in the squad and uh, the finishers we have picked like pant can also act as a finisher then hardik pandya jadeja and shardul thakur to an extent yeah and also sometimes akshar patel yeah. if needed then we have some fast bowlers in uh, mohammad shami jasprit bumrah and uh, deepak chahar apart from this even shardul thakur and hopefully hardik pandya can bowl and in the reserves we have mohammad siraj and harshil patel yeah and also in the reserves uh, rutraj gaikwad is a middle order or opener option and venkatesh ayer is the all rounder so now let us talk about the spinners we have picked jadeja and yuzvendra uh, chahal and akshay patel these are three in the first 15 and in the, the reserves we have just kuldeep yadav so we'll explain i know you have already got a few questions like Uh, first one will be where is Ravi Chandran Ashwin? He was a part, and they all said now he's come back and all. So we'll explain that, and also now uh, after that explanation we'll go to the stats. So now we'll explain why Ashwin isn't a part of our squad. <laughs> um, I think Ashwin could have been the part of Team India, but the fact that he's already thirty-three plus. makes him pretty unfit for the world cup because in in a world cup every run saved is really important and as a fielder i don't think he's at his best right now in the ipl and even in the world cup 
in UA this year I've seen many misfields from him he hardly bends yeah <laughs> and whenever he's chasing the ball to the boundary it feels like the ball is chasing him because he runs <laughs> so slow and I think he's given away many runs in the field and secondly I think Ashwin doesn't bring anything unique to the side anymore because if you have Jadeja Akshar Patel and Yuzi Chahal I think they can do the same job as Ashwin because if you see the, the grounds in australia are pretty big and i think yuzvendra chahal can use that to his advantage especially his uh, flighted offside balls that he bowls to the right handers and uh, he has got many wickets in a small ground like chinnaswamy so i think in australia it will be much more easier for him to restrict the batsman and so that's why i feel ashwin doesn't bring anything unique to the side and because of his age i think he's on the back foot right now yeah and uh, he used to have an advantage that's batting but the other two that we have picked akshar and jadeja they are also equally good in batting and i think much better than him actually so with that clear rest of the squad is pretty much what you must have expected so let us have a look at a few stats of players okay so now i'll ask ved about the stats and he will shoot out his numbers so i think when you talk about india the best person to start is virat kohli so everyone know how good he was in the 2016 and 2018 series and the 2020 series three series since uh, since 2016 so he's played 10 innings across these three and he scored 451 runs at an average of 64 so which is which are staggering numbers so the average is 64 because he is remained not out i think three times out of his 10 innings so and i remember that uh, he has played many match winning innings especially in the 2016 series i think he was scoring 50s at will in that series and i think he scored 15 in all the three t20s yeah and even in 2018 uh, first match he didn't i think the third match uh, it was a match winning inning Like he scored 60, even the first in first match 20 or so yeah. And 2020, first match he flopped, but second and third he scored 50s. Third match scored 80. So yeah, he's in good form in Australia. We never know what can happen, but yeah. And plus now he's not the captain anymore, so there's less pressure on his shoulders. So I think he can play more freely in the World Cup this time. Yes. So now let us move on to the next one. It's the new captain of Indian T20 ODI as well as the Test side, and the World Cup is going to be his first challenge. It's none other than Rohit Sharma. So Rohit Sharma. So I don't think uh, there are any memorable knocks that he's played in Australia, and that's why he starts a seven innings, 180 runs, and an average of 25. So that's just three innings less than Virat, but that's more than 270 runs less. So that's a staggering difference among the two. And the fact that Rohit opens should have given him more advantage, but Virat has a lot more runs than him. Yeah, and uh, the three innings less are because he didn't play in the 2020 series. Okay. So he uh, is very mediocre in Australia. Yeah, I think it's just 150 in these seven innings. So, but yeah, you can also say that he last played four years ago. So it can change, and we all know in tracks like Australia, how lethal he can be. 
Yeah, but and his ODI and test performance has been pretty good. I think he's not played T20s in Australia for a long time. So, I think if he goes to Australia, I I think he's going to score at least three uh, fifties in the World Cup for sure. So take note of that prediction. Yeah, and hopefully the three come in the knockout games. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no point. So the next player is a favorite of yours. <laughs> and just to remind you, Virat Kohli is my favorite player. <laughs> so KL Rahul is what I'm talking about. KL Rahul, I think he has played very less over there. Uh, he wasn't the part of the 2016 as well as the 2018 series, I think. 2018, he played two matches. Only two matches, but in the five innings that he has played, uh, he has scored just 108 runs. At an average of 21, and these are his T20 stats, right? Yeah. So how has he played five innings in Australia? 2018 he played two, and 2023. Okay. And I I don't think the numbers are justifying his capability, but I think KL Rahul will do something similar to this because uh, he's either extremely in form or he's completely out of form, as you. So versus England in Ahmedabad, he was scoring only zero runs. But then suddenly in I in the IPL, he was scoring fifties at will. So I think he's going to perform similarly. And uh, like his average is twenty one. So even if he scores twenty one runs in every inning, he should make sure that he makes them quickly. Like fifteen yeah. ball twenty one, not like twenty balls, because twenty one runs. First of all, he's scoring less. So you should at least score them quickly. That's what he should keep in mind. Exactly. So Anya from for for the past two years he's been doing that, giving India good starts in T20s. He is also India's highest ranked T20 player. Yeah, he's above David Malan as well now. Yeah. Next up, let's move to uh, our replacement opener, who is Shikhar Dhawan, and I personally felt that he should have started. in the first 11 ahead of KL Rahul but looking at KL Rahul's performance in the past 2 3 years i think he's outperformed dhawan and i'm not saying that dhawan hasn't played well he's always been in the top 5 run getters in the ipl and he's also performed well for india but rahul has performed better than him and that shows that rahul is currently the best batsman in t20s for india so If the IPL doesn't go well for Rahul, I think Dhawan might replace him. But I think still uh, Rahul is one step ahead of Dhawan. Yeah, right now he's not in India's T20 plans, so we're still being optimistic to keep him in the starting 15, yeah. not even in the reserves. In the last World Cup, he wasn't even a part of the reserves. <laughs> so his stats: eight innings, 271 runs, average of 34. So which are very good numbers actually. Yeah, Rohit has just uh, he scored only 180 runs in seven innings, and this guy has played one extra innings and he has scored 91 runs more. So that clearly shows that he, I think, he enjoys performing in Australia. The bounce suits him, hmm. and not Rohit that much. I don't know why, but yeah, it should be the other way. <laughs> so the one, he's also a good player, but. Um, It's just in our squad that he's playing, but in the real squad, which will come out maybe after the IPL. Yeah, sub mostly by September. Ah, that's so a long time. I won't be surprised if he is not part of that. 
सो नेक्स्ट वील कंटिन्यू आर मिडल ऑर्डर रिशभ पंत ही जस्ट प्लेड थ्री इनिंग्स इन टू थाउजेंड एटीन एंड थ्री इनिंग्स ट्वेंटी रन्स एंड एवरेज ऑफ टेन सो यू माइट बी सेंग ट्वेंटी रन्स बट इज माइट हैव फिनिश दैम सो स्ट्राइक रेट माइट बी गुड इट इज हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टीन एंड बाय द वे रिशभ पंत इज ऑल्सो वन ऑफ माई फेवरेट प्लेयर्स बट आई डोंट थिंक द पीपल शुड बी वरीड अबाउट दिस बिकॉज इफ यू हैव सीन रिशभ पंत इन ट्वेंटी एटीन ही वॉज अ कम्प्लीटली डिफरेंट बैट्समैन दैन Ever since the Australian tour last year, Rishabh Pant has completely changed the way he bats for India. I think now he plays a bit more sensibly and looks to get set before hitting those sixes. I think in 2018 he was just coming and smashing from ball one. He had no aim. Yeah, exactly. And now I think he's uh, he's gotten much more responsibility after MS Dhoni is gone. So I think uh, that has brought the best out of Pant and. Since he's also the captain of Delhi Capitals, I think he's going to take more responsibility and look to finish the games. Yeah, and also like uh, just like Rohit Sharma, even he's played four years ago last in Australia. So even in the yeah, limited twenty twenty eighteen is now four years ago, which is something strange for me. Yeah, it seems like two years ago, one year ago. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how quickly two thousand twenty and twenty one have gone. And also the first month of January, yeah, it's gone like a rocket for us. <laughs> first month of 2022, that's January. Yeah. It's also gone. So now let us talk about Shreyas Iyer. Shreyas Iyer, I think he's a. It's a really curious case of his because I don't consider him to be a good T20 batsman. And when he comes down to bat at number four or number five, that's actually when you need to. hit from ball one and that's what he doesn't do most of the times so i think if uh, india lose quick wickets that's when shreyas ayer would should come to bat but if it's for finishing i don't think he's a good t20 batsman for that yeah he has tried to attack from ball one but mostly he's failed yeah you can see his stats over here. in australia he's played just two innings that's in 2020 and he has scored 12 runs and an average of 12 because he was not out So he hasn't like we can't judge him from these stats. He just played two matches. Yeah. And I think in one of them he just came and he was on the non-striker side. Yeah. So that was a year, nothing much. But his recent form since the injury has been yeah, a little off. up and down. Yeah. So next, Hardik Pandya. Hardik Pandya, I I think I am hoping that he comes back to form. comes back to his 2019 and even 2020 form uh the last time he played in australia i think he was in his great touch and he finished uh the match the last match the decider for us and we won the series because of him and as you can see he's played only 3 innings but he has scored 78 runs and that's a lot for a finisher plus the striker it is 154 so that shows he's actually come out and finished games for india he's hit sixes Even on big grounds such as Adelaide and Sydney, so Hardik Pandya, I think if he comes back to his best form, I think he's a no-brainer in any side. Yeah, and also like Virat Kohli and Dhawan, even he likes to play in Australia. He has been very successful there. He made his debut over there. Yeah, and also uh, in the limited overs matches, even the one-dayers which he played in Australia, two thousand twenty, 
He scored in the first game 90, in the third game also 90. So he was in good form then. Something happened in 2021, <laughs> and also in the World Cup he looked yeah, decent. He scored I think 40 of 20 in one game. Yeah, against Afghanistan he looked very good. Also against Pakistan and New Zealand he looked to stabilize the innings after early wickets. So, but after that he hasn't played at all. So maybe we can't judge him from just one poor IPL season. So I think, and now he's the captain of Ahmedabad team. Yeah, and I feel this IPL is going to be very important because what happened in IPL 2021, uh, unfortunately Mumbai Indians had to play only in Chennai and in UAE. They just played two games in Delhi, in which Hardik actually got to bat only once against Chennai and he hit two sixes. Which were in the end match winning for MI. So he's played on batting friendly tracks for only I think six balls in the entire tournament, and maybe one match in UAE here and there. So we can't really criticize him much because he's a batsman and he was forced to play on bowling friendly pitches. So in this IPL, it's completely going to be held in Mumbai. So that's something nice for Hardik. And if he doesn't perform over here, then it's a problem for him because. This time he has no excuse of uh, a bowling-friendly pitch, and he's actually done well at, at, for Mumbai at Vankhede. So I think he's going to come back to his best form this time. Yeah, and that's what we feel here at Flighted Dusra. Yeah. So hopefully this prediction becomes true. If not the squad, we want this to become true. Yeah. And wait, if Hardik doesn't play well, who do you think should replace him? Do you want to bring in a specialist batsman or? Another all-rounder. I think uh, Venkatesh Iyer is a good option because he, uh, he he also has the time to prove in this year's IPL. But also, uh, we need a sixth bowler. We saw what happens when uh, bowlers like Shami, Thakur, they can have bad days very often. And when they have bad days, they don't stop. They go for 45 minimum. Yeah. So we need at least one or two overs as a backup. And I don't think bowlers like Virat Kohli and Shreyas Iyer are enough. Yeah. So you need someone as your sixth option. So that's why uh, playing Hardik is important. That's why his form is important as a bowler as well, not only as a yeah. batsman. And I think that is why he's taken rest in the West Indies series. So he wants to get rid of that injury once and for all, <laughs> so it doesn't nag him back. Like if he performs well in the IPL and he gives his extra and he again gets injured, then in the World Cup it's going to be a problem for him. So I I don't think I think he doesn't want that to happen. That's why he's taken some extra rest so that he's full and finally fit and he doesn't go again. Like it's very irritating whenever he seems I like he's more coming in form. Yeah, it's goes. more frustrating than irritating because. It's his career, and he's, I think, just letting letting it go down the drain. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and the last batsman, who's not a batsman, but yeah, Ravindra Jadeja. So he's just played twice in Australia. He's batted twice, and in one match he was out for seven, and the second one he scored, oh, we can say match-winning 44 not out. Like all our top order batsmen fell. His last four overs score was around 110. Thanks to his inning, we reached 160. And if you remember, he got concussion and substitute Chahal came in and he became mm. the man of the match. 
<laughs> so that's that game and also striker is 161 yeah. so he's also very good not nothing specific about austrian conditions but he's improved his batting in the last 2 3 years yeah and i think you'll see m- much more of him in chennai this year because uh, i think in 2020 and 2021 he has played some crucial innings for them so maybe you'll see chennai promote him up for batting and this may help in, uh, this may help india in the world cup as well if jadeja gets more batting in chennai it's going to really help india yeah because we saw in uh, the last world cup how a batting can collapse in important games so if jadeja is also batting ready or is practice batting it will be good for us if we'll have uh, this security that someone is there down the order so these were the players who played in australia there are three players who have not played in australia yet at least the t20s and all three haven't played haven't even played against australia if i'm not wrong in t20 international i think they have just played yeah the warm up games they have yeah. warm up and they are surekumar yadav who is actually primarily our number 4 yeah we are picking him ahead of a year because of his Uh, ability to innovate different shots and uh, he's also a good better striker than ayer and he's suited to bat at number th- number 3 or number 4 that's very bats for india uh, that's very bats for mumbai as well as for mumbai indians so uh, playing ayer at number 4 uh, is i think a bit too slow for india and i think uh, sky can play that role much better yeah so he is in our team and ishan kishan He's of course a fourth backup opener, uh, not a fourth like a uh, backup opener, and three are ahead of him in the list. So Rohit Rahul the main, and the one backup opener Shikhar Dhawan. So he's the second one, but he's. Ah <laughs> uh, no no, Ishan Kishan is not even there in our squad. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the main reason. Ishan Kishan hasn't played in Australia, and uh, we made this mistake. by picking players uh, randomly for the world cup in ua this time we picked chakravarty who hasn't played in ua before i think uh, other than the ipl he hasn't played any proper game but then nobody has played but it's fine but in australia i think it's going to be much more crucial to play our best side which is suited to australia and i think ishan kishan hasn't played much in australia maybe he's played a few uh, india a games or something like that but playing uh, in the world cup for india in a different thing yeah and uh, i don't think he replaces rahul or rohit yeah, but uh, when the original squad comes i won't be surprised if he is a part of it and yeah. not shikhar dhawan exactly because this is our point of view please don't confuse this with the original squad we are just predicting it yeah and when the original squad comes i think even we'll forget what you have predicted right now this is just a fun exercise to kick start our podcast yeah and also to begin the countdown and create some hype about the world cup because it's in australia and it's the big time so with that and and uh, another thing india hasn't won an icc event since 2013 that's almost 10 years now and that's not what we are used to uh, from india because before that they had won in 2011 before that they had won in 27 as well 2007 so th- those were three pretty quick titles within 6 years but now 
it's almost 9 years and we, 10 years and we haven't won a single t- title so that's something that doesn't suit india so we'll be hoping that the trophy finally comes back home yeah and so, and one more point sorry this is going to be the last world cup the last t20 world cup for i think rohit kohli maybe jadeja shami and even dhawan so this, i think this is a really core uh, group of our team and all of them retiring at the same point so if we can win it for them it would be really nice because uh, all these guys haven't won a single icc event maybe dhawan and virat have won the champions trophy and virat virat has won the world cup but other than that rohit shami jadeja apart from the champions trophy which was i think a fluke because uh, <laughs> that wasn't our best team at all but after that we have always prepared well for every tournament and end up we have ended up losing it in the last stages so so uh, there whenever we have not at all prepared <laughs> properly like the champions trophy and the 2007 world t20 yeah both times we played our secondary team and we won and like when we always prepare properly we lose so yeah, that is so something it would be nice to win the world cup for these retiring guys now i think virat might have uh, a little more because of his fitness but the rest of them yeah so with that being said let's move to the bowlers now yeah so the bowlers we have picked uh, apart from three the rest have already had some experience in uh, australia yeah. so we'll st- start with the pacers and the first pacer that comes to her mind when we talk about indian fast bowling it has to be ishan sharma <laughs> sorry <laughs> no offense to ishan sharma but it's none other than jaspreet bumrah so jaspreet bumrah and he is a highest wicket taker in australia all time in t20s wow. and he is playing from 2016 so before that we haven't had any prominent australian series so he has to be at the top so he's played in six innings that is three in 2016 in 2018 series uh 3 and in 2020 he didn't play yeah and then he was rested so the six innings he has eight wickets and an economy of eight that is he bowls in power play and death overs yeah and one thing we should remember is in 2016 and 2018 australia had a pretty good team especially in 2016 because i remember watson had scored a century in one of those games Other than Steve Smith and Warner, everyone was there. Yeah, so that was a good team in 2016. I think Smith was there in 2016. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so his economy is eight, and he's also picked eight wickets. So not bad. Also considering that 2016 was his debut series. Yeah. So yeah, an economy weight. Okay. So that is good. And the next pacer is. Uh, all all of them with very little experience yeah. but some experience and interestingly what i'm seeing here is that deepak chahar and shardul thakur are more experienced than mohammad shami <laughs> yeah in australian t20s so let's go to mohammad shami first yeah he's just bowled one inning and he has zero wickets of course an economy of 10.5 so he's considered 42 runs in that one outing so yeah he has never been a t20 bowler in in australia and for india 
yeah but uh, i have seen a few ipl performances from him which are absolutely brilliant yeah. one that comes to my mind is the super over that he bowled against mumbai in 2020 and they needed just 6 runs to win and mohammad shami ended up bowling really good yorkers to both rohit and dikok and he restricted them to just 5 runs so uh, yeah. if he bowls to that capability shami could be a really good bowler for us especially up front when he swings the ball a bit but somehow in the big under pressure in india matches he always flops like against pakistan yeah. and in the world cup over but he came back well in the world cup yeah. he picked i think in one match he picked four then he picked two in another so yeah so he's uh, like his capabilities are there but he just needs to pick up those important wickets at crucial times yeah. which someone like bumrah does so or or at least he should restrict runs He's, if he concedes uh, 45 runs in an innings and he doesn't take a wicket i think it uh, you know it's a double blow for the bowling side yeah either you pick two wickets and go 40 or you don't pick any but don't go for more than 30 yeah. what shami does he picks multiple wickets and also gives less than 30 or he doesn't pick any wicket or goes for 40 so he can have very good days or very bad days hmm. so very bad days always hurt yeah so next pacer is uh, deepak chahar he played the 2020 series so all three matches and he just has one wicket to his name and economy of 9.2 yeah and that is the reason uh, i have decided to keep deepak as a Uh, you know as a substitute and not in the first 11 because uh, what deepak chahar specializes in is his uh, capability to swing the ball in the power play overs and if you've seen in the ipl he has picked so many wickets in the power plays uh, i think in in the last ipl he picked four wickets in the power play two times and uh, he absolutely damages the opposition batting with his swinging ball but in australia he doesn't get much help because the ball doesn't swing much in australia it's more about pace and bounce which i i don't think he's the best at so somebody like a shardul thakur would be a bit more helpful because shardul also bowls in the death overs and uh, he picks wickets so deepak chahar falls back shortly because of his inability to bowl a good fast ball and bounces and that's why shardul thakur according to us should be in the playing 11 yeah. but his numbers he's bowled he's played two matches and he's picked two wickets at an economy of 10.2 mm. so those aren't the best but uh, i can clearly remember the 30 20 in uh, the 2020 series that i think four, three chances were missed of his bowling and i think he also can contribute much more in the bat Uh, or I think as good as Deepak Chahar because yeah. Deepak Chahar has also played really well uh, as a batsman in the past few months. Both have played for Chennai under Dhoni. Yeah, some connection. <laughs> so uh, Thakur, I think he creates something out of nothing. Yeah, and When nothing's going with the team. Suddenly comes and does something. exactly because I've seen him, uh, you know, come in after 11 overs or 12 overs for just. a spell of one over and he ends up picking a wicket and he breaks uh, you know long partnerships and he has done that for chennai for the past 4 years now and uh, i think that's where he you know goes ahead of deepak because deepak is 
more of a power play bowler and if you bowl him uh, just two in the power play then it's difficult to bring his two overs in the rest of the innings whereas shardul can bowl anywhere he can bowl up front he swings the ball a bit but then he also bowls in the death and can give you one over in the middle as well so yeah that's why shardul thakur is in the playing 11 for us yeah so now uh, we are done with the pacers just one quick note why is bhuvneshwar kumar nowhere to be seen so yeah he actually has very good uh, numbers in australia but we all know what has happened to him since uh, that series was 4 years ago he was at his prime that time and in his prime he picked two wickets in three innings whereas economy yeah. 6.8 but uh, he's only a shadow of his past nowadays he bowls maximum at a speed of 120 has no swing doesn't bowl good yorkers doesn't have the same control so all his strengths have become his weaknesses and that's why he's not in a squad yeah exactly and this is the same thing as deepak because uh, if the world cup was in england then maybe both of these might have been in our first eleven because the amount of swing they generate is uh, really nice but again with that being said if bhuvneshwar kumar plays extremely well in the ipl and if he gets the purple cap or if he's the third or fourth highest wicket taker in the tournament then definitely he will uh, you know be in the squad maybe he won't play all the games but he might get a run in the world cup as well but it looks highly unlikely as of now yeah so now let us move on to the spinners so yeah, before that we have also picked harshal patel in the reserves and mohammad siraj so just to tell they both ha- don't have any experience of playing in australian t20s but we uh, like patel is similar to shardul plus he's much more economical than him and and he picks wickets in bunches or he doesn't yeah. pick any wicket but like most of the time he also bowls in a death with a good slow one he can deceive batters and longer boundaries means slow balls are very effective mm. and mohammad siraj the, just the energy he has that's why we have picked him ahead of bhuvi Yeah. in the squad uh, in the reserves so these are our pacers and now spinners we have uh, let us start with jadeja again he is our second most successful bowler in australia after boomer in six innings he has six wickets and an economy of 7.8 which is also uh, quite better than the pacers so six innings six wickets uh, like uh, wicket in every inning that is bowled so it it's a good addition to have especially when like to break the pair just what shardul does even he does it really well and when he can't he just bowls quick overs and keeps things tight yeah and he's also the best fielder in the world right now i think he can if he doesn't pick wickets he can at least take incredible catches and he can contribute that way but one thing is that he is now become very injury prone in the last year he already had about three injuries it's from 2021 so that is hurting him so if he's fit like it's not that he's unfit but he gets injuries like his thumb breaks or hand breaks something like that so he he doesn't have like uh, like any problems with his fitness but it's those injuries I think we can say that he's very unlucky in that way. 
Yeah, but he's still a very good player to have. If he's available, then surely he's yeah. going to be the first pick. I think he's the only three-dimensional player in India because we saw his batting stats and they were amazing. We saw his bowling stats; they are also amazing. And his fielding is, I think, the best in the world. So that's why he's a first pick. Second one is Yuzvendra Chahal. He just played three innings, and those three are from the uh, 2020 series. And in which, in three innings, he has picked four wickets, out of which three came in the very first game. Yeah. And his economy is 9.7, so it's not the best. And lately, uh, he was very good in the IPL actually. But after that, he's played for India uh, in the New Zealand series, and he's not been that effective. Yeah. Yuzi Chahal, I think uh, he may make use of those long boundaries in Australia. and uh, as vet said uh, he hasn't been in the best of forms right now but i think he's uh, capable of picking those uh, big wickets and especially he bowls really well to the right handers he keeps the ball outside off he flights he gives a lot of flight to the ball and he kind of tempts the batsman to hit a big shot and then at the end of miss timing it and it goes straight to the fielder so I think those wickets are really nice to see, and if he if he's in good form, I think Yuzi should definitely play in the first eleven. Yeah, and the third spinner that we have is Akshar Patel, but he has not played in Australia in T20s, so we don't have any stats. But recently in T20s, he has been in very good form against New Zealand, and right after the World Cup, the New Zealand series, he he, he was I think man of the series or somewhere like that. He was really good in that series. So the next one, which we have in our reserves, is Kuldeep Yadav, and his stats are very good actually. In three innings, all three in 2018, he picked four wickets, and had an economy of just 5.5. Yeah. But right now, he's nowhere close to being in the squad. But we think that now that he's picked for the West Indies tour, he will do well. He'll get picked in the auction. He'll do well in the IPL and he'll get into the team. But because very optimistic. Yeah. Uh, because uh, in 2018 we had the famous Kulcha pair in Australia, and uh, I think Kuldeep also made use of those long boundaries, and plus he has a really good googly, and uh, that can trick the batsman. And I remember him getting many of those wickets when MS Dhoni was the wicketkeeper. So. that made a lot of difference for kuldeep and even chahal for that matter uh, ms dhoni was i think someone who gave them perfect strategies and they felt really comfortable when ms dhoni was behind the stumps so it may not be very easy for them to adapt with rishabh pant because he's a different type of wicketkeeper much more aggressive than dhoni but if they are able to get at least uh, to 60% or 70% of their 2018 form i think Kulcha would again create havoc for the opposition batters. Yeah, so we have moved really quickly. First, it was Kulcha. Like first, it was Ashwin Jadeja. In 2017, we moved from them and brought in Kuldeep and Chahal. So Kulcha came in, and 2017, 18, and uh, we can also say 19. So these three played. Ever since the Hardik Pandya injury, we had to remove one of them and bring in Jadeja because. Then our batting would have become way too short, so Jadeja came in and Hardik 
never recovered and Jadeja uh, came into good form so the Kulcha pair broke and as we have seen they only work in pairs yeah. so if they are alone they don't do it they, they don't do a, a better job like yeah. they don't do it that well and also now uh, suddenly Ashwin and Jadeja had come back together for the World Cup and then again now uh, Kuldeep has been recalled Chahal is there and both Ashwin and Jadeja are missing on the squad so it's not a very Indian cricket style that we are shifting our players so quickly. But like, yeah, uh, if this works out, then I think yeah. we should try it and keep it till the World Cup and not make any more changes till the World Cup. Give them a tr- go because these two haven't played a World Cup together. If you remember when they were creating havoc, the World Cup was cancelled. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think this is the last chance for Kuldeep Yadav because there are many more spinners waiting such as Ravi Bishnoi, Washington Sundar, Akshar Patel uh, and even Varun Chakravarti to an extent. So if Kuldeep doesn't perform well in this West Indies tour now, I, I don't think he'll be even in, as a reserve for the World Cup. So this West Indies series and the IPL to an extent is the last chance for Kuldeep to perform. So these were our thoughts on the Indian squad for the World T20 2002. If you like this podcast, please uh, think of subscribing and we'll be coming back uh, regularly. We'll try to keep it as regular as possible from a busy schedule. We'll try and uh, keep some time for this. So it's getting a little longer than we expected. (laughs) We actually planned to talk for 20 to 25 minutes but... We ended up overshooting by almost uh, 15 minutes now. So yeah, we'll not, not we'll try to end it over here. So let us welcome Konya to end the proceedings. <laughs> Hello guys, hope you enjoyed this <laughs> podcast. This was just episode one and we are going to come up with more episodes. So if you want to listen to more episodes, please subscribe to The Flighted Dusra. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you.